Hello, listeners. This is Mary Jo Matta coming to you live from EdSurge. You know, with all this talk about candidates for election 2016, it can be easy to forget that there's someone else that had quite an impact from a presidential perspective on our thoughts and actions. And no, we're not talking about Barack Obama. About three years ago, a nine-year-old donned a suit, gave America a pep talk, and became a viral sensation with his fresh take on dancing, politics, and joy. That young fellow is Kid President, the central character of a popular YouTube channel produced by Soul Pancake. In his other role, Kid President is Robbie Novak, a current sixth grader from Tennessee whose brother-in-law, Brad Montague, created the concept of Kid President with Robbie back in 2013. Though Robbie suffers from osteogenesis imperfecta, which is a congenital bone disease, he nonetheless has helped create more than 100 videos in the past three years. And by the way, he's met Beyonce. During the recent Q conference in Palm Springs, California, Brad Montague gave the opening keynote on March 17th to an auditorium overflowing with teachers and administrators from up and down the West Coast. His theme? (laughs) how to be awesome, specifically how Robbie's work to bring joy into people's lives and how some of that joy does sometimes get lost when kids turn into adults. We at EdSurge got the opportunity to steal him away for a half hour to better understand how his message relates to student voice. Let's get to the interview. (laughs) I can't even tell you. All right. Um, Okay, so... Let's get into the questions. So, um, I am sitting here with the incredible creator of Soul Pancake, Brad Montague. Is that correct, Montague? Yeah, I'm sitting here with you. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, we are in person, live. Wow. I guess it might not be live when we actually put this online. So we'll, but we'll be alive. We'll be alive. That exactly. That's the that's the main the point. Hope. So you have a, a fair amount of history with Kid President, um, otherwise known as Robbie, who mm-hmm. is currently, I heard he just turned 12. Yes. Um, so, you know, let's just start off with the basics. Why have you done all this? Why did you create mm-hmm. Kid President with this little 11, 12-year-old kid? Yeah, well, I've always worked with kids. I've always felt like a kid at the grown-ups table and have felt like I'm supposed to work with young people somehow. Mm-hmm. And so we started, my wife and I ran a uh, summer camp, and the camp was all about service learning, community service, um, having them be active in their communities, and I, I began to kind of learn how that works in a classroom setting, mm. and um, just loved seeing them light up and connect, and <clears throat> and then the camp in, in began to lead to me being with students year-round, like mentoring them, creating videos to help tell their stories. So we're around all these incredible students, students who are, uh, I mean, I mentioned this morning, like they're starting, one one student was raising money to build wells in Africa, Mm -hmm. another girl started a beauty pageant for people with special needs, Uh, another is a group of kids who started a, a soup kitchen. And they're, 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 they're students like they, it wasn't it wasn't like one of those projects where they're secretly grown up behind it or whatever they literally were so full of compassion and creativity they just had to do something mm-hmm. so I'm seeing all that and at the same time this was right as the election was happening four years ago mm-hmm. and th- there's such a racket and noise around that 
and all I was seeing everybody launch out onto the internet and the news were stories about people being angry, something terrible happening, the world is falling apart, um, people typing in all caps, and it's just, why can't we listen to kids? Why couldn't we, you know, uh, elevate these kids' voices? And so my wife had just this silly notion of, well, what if Robbie, her brother, my little brother-in-law, what if he were president? And I thought that was hilarious. Because when he enters a room, it's like he becomes mayor of the room. So we always <laughs> joke. We would enter a restaurant, and it's like you would think he was somehow the tiny manager of the restaurant because he's like, you need a refill? Hey, Mike, he needs a refill. Like <laughs> learning all the waiters' names. Just, you know, like, he always had such a way about him of, of doing that. So I thought, oh, well, he'll, he'll love the opportunity to voice his ideas. So we'll get him in a suit put him behind our old record player, I'll get some cardboard from camp, um, left over from our camp, and I'll draw a little seal. The idea was to do one video. We did a lot of improv, improv as I asked some questions and things, so I ended up making three videos out of it. And so it was the 4th of July, I released a video each one a week. Mm. And with each one, it was like this little hand grenade of happiness. It would go out online, and people were like, "This why? Like why would you make this? Is there's no? It's just this. Just hey, get off your Facebook. Be nice. I'm out. Like that was just these little bitty things that were positive, and I thought it would be funny, and it turned out to be a little more profound than I had thought. And with each one, we began to see the audience grew, and I became more intentional with each one of crafting it with care." and making sure it would be something that um, was a little bit more than just another video on the internet. Yeah. Mm. I remember when the pep talk video went viral. I mean, that that was all over mm. the internet. And I'm, why do you think it was that particular video that got, I think today I saw it has 36 million views, more yeah. than 36 million. What is it about that video in particular that's so special? Um, I'll never fully be able to comprehend how far it spread mm -hmm. or why but I have an idea these ideas communicated in a fun and way I think it's because we crave way. things that and I really meant Our every word of that mm -hmm. remind us uh, I write pep talks because I need pep talks and at the time I was needing encouragement and I wanted to make something that my kids could be proud of mm -hmm. that I could show uh, so my, my children are very young and I knew they I began to think about these videos as something that they're going to one day find online. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make it have a little bit more of a timeless nature so that they could watch and, you know, I could be, look look what I made, and, and they would be proud of me or, or I don't know, see it. And, uh, and it was super encouraging to see that it went viral for the reasons it did because lots of things become viral, whether it be because it's it invites people to be afraid or to hate something or to mock something. And this was just a video made out of love inviting people to remember why we're here mm -hmm. and that we're all capable of doing something. And, um, <clears throat> and so 
why it spread, I don't quite know, but it did teach me that a lot of things are contagious, but hope and joy and pep and dancing, those are the best kinds of contagious. And uh, um, I will say though, it becomes a thing when you have a video go viral where it's a runaway train that you can't control. You can't control who's seeing it, how they're seeing it, why. We've heard stories as crazy as as someone um, having it sent to them on a day when they were going to quit their job and then they didn't. We've heard stories where somebody saw the video and then they quit their job and Jerry Maguire out the door. <laughs> We've also gotten stories where, where um, um, it's just really powerful of how somehow they found it. Um, and so there's a line in it where he says, um, uh, you know, Michael Jordan didn't make his basketball team in high school. What if he had quit? Then he would have never made Space Jam. Which Man, is, I love Space Jam. <laughs> he says, I love Space Jam. Quotes. And, and so, and I would have never made Space Jam, which is funny. But then we flip immediately. You know, you, we have, you make people laugh, and then you say, what will be your Space Jam? Which is a kind of dumb question to ask, but it's also like a real, you know, what is it that you're gonna make that will will inspire, that will, will last, that will exist? And um, now, four years later, I see that line, what will be your Space Jam? And I ask myself that a lot. I'm like, oh no, is that pep talk? Is that my, my Space Jam? Or some of the other videos we've had that have gone viral. Uh, is that my Space Jam? Like wondering. And I, the big thing I've learned is that my Space Jam is not something I'll make. It's 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 what I live. Mm-hmm. Your Space Jam is your life, which is such a like, <laughs> a, which is such a dumb inspirational. Hey, Space thing. Jam was an amazing <laughs> movie, and if anybody denies that, I will fight them. No, me too. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I really think it's not about what you make, it's about where you make it from. So it's our life. So that video, it happened to really, really click. Yeah. And we've made several other, and those have clicked. Um, but we always say he won't always be a kid. Mm-hmm. He will not always be a president. Mm-hmm. But we will always be a family who makes things out of love. Mm-hmm. And so... Who knows what that'll look like, but when it's all said and done, collectively it'll all be our Space Jam. I love that. That <laughs> I mean, it's not just you. You're bringing in your kids. Mm-hmm. You're bringing in Robbie. Mm-hmm. And I feel <clears throat> like as I watch teachers exit the room, you know, I heard a couple of them talking about, you know, how could I do this more with my kids in my classroom, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm curious. You talked a little bit about, you know, why you brought decided to you know, focus on an adolescent voice or student voice in this process. I mean, why do you think it's difficult or what keeps educators and schools and districts from bringing more student voice into the educational process? Like, what is it that's causing us to to forget actually about really the main people involved, which are the kids? Mm. Well, I, I think it's something that's natural for us which is to grow up and I think it's a bit of a mistake to 
grow so far away from the child that you were. Mm -hmm. um, there's important things we have to lose, like childishness, but there's a childlikeness that we have to keep. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so if we can really stop, listen to not only the kids in our classrooms, mm -hmm. but the kids inside all of our teachers and administrators' hearts, mm -hmm. we'll approach things from a, a different, in a different way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that, that, when we first started making the videos and then it's starting to click with people, that became my big mission was to, okay, if I can at least for two minutes have somebody stop and listen to a child and remember what it's like to be a child, that maybe the way they will live their life that day will be a little different. Like maybe they will be a little bit more forgiving or a little bit more understanding when there's a baby crying on a plane or someone's in a room or someone shares a bad idea in a meeting, whatever it is, if, if you can just stop and listen to a kid. And, um, and so I've had to learn to involve him more in the process. And it's been really cool to see what that brings to it. To involve Robbie in the <clears throat> To process. involve Robbie in the process. Like uh, early on when people were asking what political party he supports, uh, I people was... People really ask him what political party oh, he supports? You, we get, people think he's a real... There's somehow president? that maybe there always has been a kid president and, and they didn't quite realize. And then people will write things directly to this fictional character. Like, you, you can you help me with my homework, which is from a kid. And that's one thing. But then grownups will ask and they want things. And then I'll write them and they're like, no, no, I want kid president. And it's like, well, oh, okay. <laughs> do, do, do you really want what he will have to say? Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I would I um, would ask like what what political party and, and I explained to him Republican Democrat all this stuff mm -hmm. and uh, he was not interested and just said I'm not in a party I am a party and that's like the so much better than what I would have said and and so again and again I I, um, I try to have anchor points that I know this is what I want to teach him mm -hmm. but then have flexible times where we're playing and I find out what is it he wants to teach me what has Robbie taught you he's taught me a lot about terrible music um, that he likes <laughs> but he's also taught me about joy about being consistent in that and and that that um, He's taught me a lot about how to interact with people that, that um, he has a gift for um, seeing the best in people mm -hmm. and um, bringing that out just by celebrating them. So, um, so that's something I've tried to do. Mm. But um, just by, like, um, the, the two of us together are what makes this so fun and what makes me enjoy it and him enjoy it and there have been a lot of people like oh well, when, the, when he's done just elect another kid president or whatever like, you could I, I'm not interested in that that's this is our family like, we like being together and it's us as this so I 
and also my nature, I would not, under any other circumstance, involve a child in media this way. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that it happened this way, and we have a support group that can help keep our lives normal. Mm-hmm. But I, I would not do it otherwise. If, uh, but we found a healthy way to to do it. So what's next? Like, what's coming up? I mean, so Barack Obama, it will be done in yeah. December. What's going to happen with Kid President? So we announced today, we have a video coming. Well, this is not today, but... I think it's already up. Is, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I've, I've been busy. <laughs> I need to check on that. <laughs> <laughs> they released it early. Um, so t- we released a video that announces uh, this year... We're declaring it Year of the Kid, which has been the plan from the get-go. That this year, in a in the midst of an election, there's the Olympics happening. There's a lot going on. We're calling it Year of the Kid. How can we challenge every collaborator we've ever had, every person that they know, that we all know, our community online? How can we all make the world more awesome for kids mm-hmm. using whatever it is we do? Mm-hmm. So if you're in education, healthcare, fashion, gaming, whatever it is, how can you commit to doing something for children? How can we make the conversation about children? And then for kids, we have a question which is about um, how can kids and grown-ups work together? Mm-hmm. How do you see, what do you see? How could kids and grown-ups work together to do something? What do you need a grown-up to help you with? Um, and I think that being at the center of that conversation, having that happen, is going to lead to some really cool things. Mm-hmm. And um, and then from there, we um, I'm excited about. There's lots of other things I've been wanting to make and do, but this has been a, Kid Presence been a project that I've had to see through. That I there's a movement around it. There's a classroom community, um, and we've wanted to 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 serve them in the best way. But I've got lots of things I want to make for preschoolers and things that we want to make that continue. It's still in the same joyful rebellion that Kid President is, but that uh, speak in other ways. So I'm looking forward to making this not just about one kid, but about all kids. Mm -hmm. So he will transition to uh, his civilian life. To civilian life. (laughs) And will... I'm very, very, like, he's at this cool age now. He and I have been on a journey together. Like, we've seen things and been places and had a, a really wild experience. And I'm, I'm excited for him and I to be able to travel without a camera somewhere where nobody cares about what we've done and just work with kids. Like, so we're going to be going to some... Uh, children's homes in different parts of the world. We're going to just visit and let him find his own voice for real. Mm-hmm. Um, because this has been an amalgam of my voice and his voice and what uh, school counselors and teachers shaping the messages to be what students need to hear carefully. I, I'm excited about him growing into his own voice. Mm-hmm. So providing him space to do that while I continue to work and serve children. So that's what exactly it'll look like, we'll see. Well, we're going to keep on top of you. Please. And before I let you go, uh, you know, this concept <clears throat> of letting the student voice rise to the top, can you leave us with some last tips for teachers and administrators on how they can help 
kind of buoy that student voice up to the top in their respective yeah. environments? So many are already doing it, and that's what's been really exciting. We, we got to be in so many classrooms over the past year, and to see everywhere, teachers who are in schools that look like Hogwarts, uh, to schools that don't have many resources, but they, these teachers at the heart of it are actually listening and empowering these students' voices. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the my favorite things is when they you let us into their classroom with a video and use that as a starting place for where they then have a conversation about something big. Anything from, we did a video that's about the death of Martin Luther King Jr. And then they allow students to do art, to write stories, or to share what that means, um, to asking the question, the world would be more awesome if, and finishing that, um, to even writing their own pep talks, or, um, or asking them the question, um, what is it that you're not okay with? Mm -hmm. Which is in the book where we ask several kids, what is it you're not okay with? What do you have? And who can you work together with to fix that, to do something? So that's led to some kids really voicing needs that they see and teachers rallying behind them and helping. And so whether it be socks for the homeless or um, helping with uh, lunches for kids who go without or there have been so many great ideas. And uh, I just met a dad just a second ago. He was sharing something his daughter did and he said it came from her. <laughs> her she just she has a big heart and she saw a need and she said dad I'm not okay with this um, and I want to do something to help um, kids in our community who don't have uh, what they need for um, uh, uh, it was around Valentine's and so he's telling me the story and it all came from her and he just helped so I think I think there's a magic combination when you take the passion of kids and students and you take the wisdom of a grown-up you put them together and you just you see great things happen again and again and again and, um, so that's what I want to see that's what the world needs there's an election going on right now and a lot of people are mad about stuff but real change is gonna happen in classrooms and homes awesome. it's a fact I couldn't agree more, Brett. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And Thank if, you. if people want to get any more information about you, where should they go? Yeah, you can go to um, kidpresident.com. It has links to the videos that are on YouTube on Soul Pancake. That's our um, YouTube channel. And Montague Workshop is uh, our creative studio where we're trying to make things for kids that are full of wisdom, wonder, and whimsy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brett. Thank you. Thanks for listening, listeners. We'll bring you more extras like this in the future, but don't forget to hit that subscribe button on our SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Happy listening!